You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, producer Darren here. Before we get into the podcast, I wanted to give you a quick announcement about a two-day intensive that Cindy is hosting in Tampa, Florida on September 16th and 17th. Are you an entrepreneur who is looking for spiritual and professional guidance from an experienced faith-based coach? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but aren't sure where to start? Do you have big goals, but need help developing a strategic plan? This class could be the catalyst for a lifestyle shift that will affect every area of your life, including your family, your business, and most importantly, increasing your experience of oneness with God. Spots for this event are limited and early bird pricing starts June 1st. You'll want to go to cindy-stewart.com to get more information and get registered for this event today. Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. We're going to talk about signs, wonders, and miracles, which uh, is, that's the season we're in. We're in signs, wonders, and miracles. Uh, it's funny because Friday night before Gene started uh, singing that song about the miracles God's releasing and what he's doing, God had said to me, it's time for miracles. And, and I, didn't, I, don't, I didn't think it was meant for just Friday night. I feel like it's meant for it's time for miracles. It's a season of miracles. It's a season of signs. And we've talked about that all year long, that God has given us signs. A signs points to something. So when we get a sign, whether we're driving down the street and it says, you know, curlew, the next right, that's a sign. So a sign points to something. God has given us signs. The enemy has given us signs. But because we are the people of God, we recognize whose is whose. We know which sign is God. We know which sign is the enemy. And right now we're just in a season of signs. So a sign actively points to something. And we're looking for the signs of God to point us in the direction, the word, the anointing, the manifestation, whatever he's doing, that's what we're looking for is the sign from God. A wonder is an event that causes awe. It causes us, it causes us to lose our breath. To, it catches our attention. You know, I was thinking about the the uh, shepherds when they're in the field and the angel shows up that is a, that is a wonder they're in awe of what God is showing them what the angel is speaking to them and a miracle is, is an is a invasion of God into a situation that can only be accomplished by him through him it's his intervention to do something that can't occur on our own so uh, Hebrews talks about uh, how that God bore witness through signs, wonders, and miracles, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit given to his people. So I'm excited about this. We're going to go to Matthew 2, but we're going to talk about the wise men and all that. But what I'm excited about is, like Gene talked about, or Chuck, somebody said it. Tonight, we're going to have a, what's coming in uh, 2022, at least a snippet of what God has shown us. Um, and I woke up this morning 
with both messages in my mind. And I told Gene, I said, you can't separate them because they're both being preached in your head when you wake up. And so you're like, okay, God, just help me assimilate what's for the morning and what's for the night. And I know that there'll be crossover on it. But as I was really just praying into this, I'm so excited about where we're moving into because we're going to see a grand display of God like we've never seen before. And it is going to be the overshadowing of the darkness that the enemy is rising up. So we're looking for the sign of God because we know that sign of God is going to bring the wonder to people who have never seen God. It's going to bring a wonder to the people who know God. You know, when God catches our attention, when he takes our breath away with what he's doing, it just makes us bow down. It makes us worship. It makes us adore him. It, it, it increases our faith. It stirs something in us where we're like, God, do it again. Show us more. I, that's just that all that does is make me want more. It makes me want to run after you. Uh, you know, Sharon was talking about playing tennis and I don't play singles. So good for her. She's going to play singles. Good luck on that. But, you know, my coach tells us all the time. He tells us you have to go after the ball. You can't wait for the ball to come to you. You have to be aggressive. You have to go after the ball. And your mantra is, I want that ball. Our mantra is, I want Jesus. I want what Jesus has. I want to see the sign and the wonder he's going to produce. I want to be the release of his hands and miracles that he's going to do. I, I want that ball. I want whatever he has, I'm going after it aggressively. I'm going to go after it like there's nobody else in the way. I'm going after what he has. And everybody can come with me or not come with me. It doesn't make any difference because I am going after it. But you know that there's momentum in a people as they see the sign of God, as they see the wonder, as they see the miracle produced. There is a, there is a stirring up of people because it just makes them want more. Elaine got healed during worship. Okay, God, that means that there's healing in the room. So check yourself. You know, we've, we had so many testimonies. We got the uh, salesman of the year over here. That means that there is favor for increase in sales. So check yourself. When God's moving, he, he shows us how he's moving in order for us to know how to follow, how to go after, how to chase after what he's doing. And if we sit back and wait, which I've had, I, let me tell you, a lot of times I will wait for the ball to come to me. Then I can't figure out why I didn't get it. I know that sounds funny, but sometimes we get so caught up. We're back waiting for God to come after us. And then we can't figure out why we didn't catch what God was doing because we were back here thinking, yeah, I'm doing something else. God, oh, that was you. Sorry, I missed it. You know, we just got to get in that our hearts that we are so hungry and we are so stirred that you better watch out because I will try not to run over you getting to him. Yeah. Right. People's like, that's not nice. You shouldn't run over someone to get to God. Well, watch out. Have you seen Matt and Gene run? They were running the other night. Matt stopped and Gene almost killed him. 
Gene said, you stopped. And Matt's like, I'm tired. <laughs> you got to just make sure you're not in the way. Come on, let's go. Let's run together. Anyhow, let's get to where we're going. I just want us to leave today. You know, we're not going to have church next Sunday. And I know everybody's got stuff to do. We got people traveling. We've got people doing things. But I want you guys to take time. Go after God. What do you have? This year, 2022, is going to be amazing. And it's going to be hard. But it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It is not going to be a walk in a park. So Merry Christmas. Exactly. Because Jesus is the trump card for everything the enemy has laid out before us. He can beat a full hand. I don't know. What are those called? A royal flush, whatever those are called. I might've brushed up on my uh, poker analogies because those, those I don't know. I do know how to play rummy. He can beat every rummy hand because he's the trump card. Okay. Matthew two, starting in verse one. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? We have seen his star in the east, and we have come to worship him. So not only did they have a sign, they had a word. They knew that that sign was going to take them to the king of Jews. So what is God speaking to you through the signs he's given you? What is he indicating? I know we had that funny thing, and I'll I'll share it again. We had that funny couch anointing where they kept saying, you're never going to get your couch till 2022. And I said, God, I'm going to need it before Thanksgiving. So I had it October 6th. So, but what got, what the sign was for all of us, it wasn't for me. It was for all of us is that things that are being held back, things that are being delayed are being released because God wasn't worried about the foam they didn't have to put in the couch. God was showing us that regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what they've told us we can't have, he is the supplier of all things, even foam for couches. And we saw after that word release, I got more testimonies over people who declared that anointing over the things that were delayed and they had those things come before they were expected. That's what we have to do. We have to capture the sign And begin to declare it out loud. So what the enemy has done to withhold, restrain, keep back, whatever it is that God's showing us. We're able to release the word over it. Like Matt was talking about, release the word over it. So the hand of the enemy is broken off what we are to possess. Right? So, so So the wise man, they had a sign and a word. A star and a king. And that's all they had. Verse three, when Herod, the king heard this, he was troubled. They had an enemy and all of Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him in Bethlehem. Now they didn't know he was going to be an enemy of what their sign was in Bethlehem. Uh, 
of Judea, for thus it's written by the prophet. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him. You know, sometimes the enemy disguises as your partner in the assignment. But it is the discernment of the Lord that opens our eyes to what the enemy is trying to do against us. Verse 9, when they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, the wonder, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw a young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And verse 12 said, then... Being divinely warmed in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. So God protects us through these signs, through these wonders, through these miracles. God protects us. The the, uh, wise men could have gone back to Herod, but they received the trump card. They received a dream to let them know that they could not go back that way. They had to return to their country. So God gives us signs to protect us. He wants to show us the bigger picture, the understanding, so we can see as we go forward what he's about to do. You know, he... um, Yeah, sorry. The thing I had been uh, really kind of praying over is... God, um, I kept getting this word that next year um, we're going to see a turnover. And I don't know what that word means. I just know turnover. That's all I know. And that's really what what he's shown me is turnover. But as I was praying through it, um, I kept seeing the signs that God has done for us in this house that I've heard. Uh, testimonies of God doing in other through other people where God has given us signs that have prepared us this year so that when we step into next year we know how to respond and one of the I'm just going to share some that we've kind of had celebration you can read our board and and that type of thing but one of the things that we've had great breakthrough is finances We have had great financial breakthrough in people's lives in this house. And we've had debts paid off, houses paid off, cars paid off, credit cards paid off. Uh, Someone just shared with us uh, uh, um, Friday night that by the end of the year, since the end of August, they will have paid off $25,000 in debt in credit cards. Wow. We've had cars paid off, like I said, houses paid off. So God is showing us that regardless of what it looks like economically on the outside, God is the economic master of the inside. He's the economic master of our house. And so we're going to see this shift in the first of the year of more economic tightening 
but our focus has to be on the economic master. So where there is restraint and stranglehold in the financial side, we will have abundance and overflow in the house side. I need agreement with that. Amen. We're going to agree with what God's doing. We're going to agree with, I mean, we have seen um, uh, bonuses come through. I just heard a testimony the other day uh, that they received a bonus from their work for being at work. Now, as employers, that makes you a little unnerved because <laughs> we're going to bonus people for coming to work. But you know what? It is a sign in that moment of God's provision for what is happening. Um, we have seen jobs protected. We know that there has been threat against jobs because of what's going on with the vaccines. But we have seen uh, several people whose jobs should have ended have a, a reprieve so they can be financially taken care of and keep their jobs. So there's been jobs protected. So what we're seeing is God is protecting our households, our incomes, our, our, our way to fund the kingdom. So those are signs that we're seeing. And that's what we have to get a hold of. We have to start keeping a record of the signs that God is doing. So when we see the opposition to the sign that God has already shown us, we know that we have victory over it because we have the testimonies that lay across the lies of the enemy and the structure of what's going on outside of us. Um, we've experienced a move of God every time we meet. Every time we meet. Yeah. We've seen, you know, healing just in worship. We've seen prophetic flow that is activated, released, and set in motion. We, we've seen God do things. And that's one thing about even the outpouring we were talking about this morning, uh, Gene and Karen and I. We, we come to the outpouring absolutely empty of anything. We don't know what we're going to do. We've prayed, we've asked, but God's like, you don't get a heads up on this. You come, you surrender, you're empty, and I'll do what I'm going to do. And you just move with me as I go. And that is, and you know, that Friday night is a training ground for us learning to move as he moves when we don't know he's going to move or what he's going to move or how he's going to move or what he's going to do. We have no idea. And on Friday night, all of a sudden, uh, Gene and his wife, Mariella and Amy were leading worship. All of a sudden I hear a change and Gene starts singing. And I'm like, it's Mariella's turn. It's not your turn. You know, as the pastor, I'm thinking it wasn't, I'm just trying to sort in my head because there's a shift. There's a shift in the anointing. There's a shift in the spirit of what's happening. And I, I'm like, okay, here comes a prophetic song. And he sings this prophetic song. And it begins to release this rolling river of the Holy Spirit. That's all I can describe. And I don't know what it's doing, what the Holy Spirit is doing, but it is doing. And fortunately... Everyone, all of you guys are so super flexible because we don't know what we're doing. You don't know what we're doing. 
We don't know what God's doing. We just know he's doing. And he's training us to move at a moment's notice when we have no knowledge of a move coming. To recognize the sign, the shift, the slight variation of all of a sudden the tone of music, the, the slight move of worship all of a sudden that rolled down your back and healed your back. He's teaching us to move with just a breath. Just a slight indication that there might be something different. And that's because as we go, we're going to have to learn or we're going to be equipped or we are being equipped. I don't know what the right word is to move in that breath in that moment's notice. You know, we're driving down the road and all of a sudden we're like, we really need to turn right here. But we don't usually go right here. But I can feel the breath of God redirecting me and I may get to where I'm going and not even know why. But all I know is the breath of God has moved me. And I'm going to move where he moves because it's going to protect me. It's going to provide for me. It's going to secure whatever he's doing around me, whatever he's doing for his kingdom. Like I said, we don't even know. There's so many things he's done that we don't actually have a detailed list of, but he does. And he's like, this happened because you moved with me. I intervened because you shifted. And that's part of the signs that we're seeing. And, and, and it's just, it really is beyond understanding. It's beyond explanation. All we know is God is God. And he's given us these signs, these wonders, and these miracles in order to prep us for when we can move into a place where there is oppression and darkness and, and and insurrection that we lay a hold of the breath of God to move us out of that. There's another scripture I wanted to read because um, it's uh, Acts 4 something. No, it has it. 429. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it says, and, and now look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. So we're being threatened. And what is the answer? Boldness. And while we're speaking in boldness, you stretch out your hand to heal. And signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So through these threats, through this oppression, through this uh, movement of things that are happening that we have no control over. That at times makes no sense. God says, speak, be bold, declare, take the word and beat the heck out of it. Because the word will perform what it's called, what it's caused to do. And not only that, heal. Let the signs and wonders and miracles be released through you over everything that comes against you. Because the answer to the threats is the signs, it's the presence, it's the wonder, it's the healing. That is the answer to it. It's to be able to recognize what God's already done so we can step into that anointing that's already been provided for us. To protect our family, to protect our region, to protect our nation. 
And all we have to do is protect our area that God's given us. And it becomes like this giant army that surges across the nation, surges across our family, our neighborhood. It's this giant army that pours over whatever the enemy's got that completely undoes him. And we're going to need that kind of discernment, just like the, uh, uh, the wise men had. You know, they, they knew the call of King Herod to come back, but they heard in a dream not to go away. And it's those kind of things that God has positioned us. He will clearly show us where to step and where not to step. But it may not be to the very last minute. Friday night, we're just singing, worshiping, enjoying. And then suddenly, there's a shift. And when the shift happens, everything changes. And in the moment we're in, wherever we are, when that shift happens, everything's going to change. Because God is initiating the shift in order for us to step in to the protection, to the provision, to the healing, to whatever it is he has for that moment in order to change the plan of the enemy into the will of God. We are breaking the enemy's back in this season as we are learning to move with the signs, the wonders, and the miracles that he has for us. It is very exciting. It is very exciting. Because we will have the Herods all around us. We will. But the greater Jesus is in us. And we practice a lot. I mean, we practice a lot. We practice and we practice and we practice. And uh, when we go out there, our practice becomes the power that God uses to divide, to clear up, to restrain, to break off, to whatever the, uh, the, uh, we need. That's what God uses. Our practice becomes the power that God uses. It becomes the boldness that God wants to speak through us. It becomes the, your threat is met with my boldness, with the signs and wonders and healing and miracles to come with it. That's, I mean, that is what God is doing. And, and you know, we think that revival is going to be these, um, you know, we've seen the revival of the past where everybody's gathered together in a field somewhere or wherever it is. But it, that is not going to be the revival. The revival is going to be the people of God radiating this shift in directions, this shift. We're, we're like the, uh, you know, we're like the auctioneer. The enemy's going this and we're like, God's got this. God, God's got that. And next thing we know, the enemy has lost the bid. God has won the victory. And the kingdom has been exalted. That's what it looks like. It's much, much different. We're, we're seeing God move on us in ways that are drawing people into us. And we're trying to figure out why they're bothering us. We're busy. But God's like, you got this for them. The healing, the signs, the wonders, the breakthrough for them. So I, I just know that God has this incredible move for us. So um, this is the word that Jean gave. And I'm going to really, I just want to pray it. I want to release it over us. I want us to receive it. I want us to pray for anyone who needs healing because God is inviting us to join this Acts 4 movement. That as the threats come, the signs kill it. 
the healing is released. The boldness comes from our mouth. We don't even know what the Holy Spirit says. We don't even know what we're going to say, but the Holy Spirit's going to tell us what to say. We don't even have to worry about that. But this is what he said. He said, God is releasing a working of miracles. Open up your heart and hand and receive it. Creative miracles like you have, have ever seen, never seen. Dead raised, blind open, lame walk, dumb speak, deaf hear. For I am not delayed. The Lord is not delayed. I am waiting for you to receive and release and to declare my word and my power. And I think that's the key. It's like the tennis analogy. We have to go after it. We can't wait for it to come to us. So I want to pray for us. I'm going to ask you all guys to all you, you, you guys, all of a sudden I'm from New Jersey. You guys get up. I was trying to say y'all and you guys at the same time, but you know, really when you think about this, God, I want it. God, I, I, I don't know how to use it, but I want it. And I know you're going to train me to use it. God, I want it. And that's our declaration. God, I want it. He says, I'm waiting for you to receive and release and declare my word and my power. Well, God, I want it. I want this release of miracles. I want this working of miracles. So tell God, I want it. I want it. And I, I come on. I want to hear like I want it, want it. We want it, God. We want it. We want it, God. We, we know that you're working in signs and miracles for us. And we know that you're operating through us and to us. God, we just thank you that the oppression will not be a victor in our lives, that you've already given us the signs and the wonders. You've given us the ability to work in your power, to declare your word and let it break the stronghold of the enemy. So God, we want it. We want all that you have. And we want this season to be a shift in miracles, a shift in signs and wonders, a shift in a release of power like we've never seen before, a shift where the prison doors open, a shift where the angel of the Lord tells us whether to stay or whether to go, a shift where we know that we know where to step in and where to step out. God, we're going to see uh, miracles come out of our bodies. The sweat of our hands, just like Paul, will, will heal the people, the shadows. God, those are our examples of extraordinary miracles. But I believe that there's extraordinary miracles that are coming that we have no frame of reference. We have no frame of reference. So we just say, bring the extraordinary, Lord. Use us in the extraordinary. Let us be a sign and a wonder for the people who don't know you. Let us bring exaltation to you and engagement and encounter with you like they've never had before. God, thank you that you train us up in the way to go. And the Holy Spirit shows us every step, every direction. God, give us such uh, sensitivity to your breath. That as you blow on us or this slight nudge or this, this little knowing inside of us, that it won't be a mind gymnastics. It will be an immediate fire of yes to whatever you have, Lord. So, God, we just thank you that uh, there is a move. 
There's a move across us like we have not seen before. There is a move of heaven being released on earth. Uh, even the vision you gave me earlier in the week that there are angels being deployed and they, they were jumping out of heaven down to earth and they, they were all dressed in white and they were just angel after angel after angel being released into the earth. So God, we just thank you that angels are on assignment. God, we thank you that miracles are happening. God, we thank you that the signs and wonders will be released in this house over our people, over our region, Lord. God, we thank you that um, though it may be dark, Isaiah 60 says that the glory of the Lord is shining upon us, being released through us. So God, your glory be exalted on this earth in the heavens in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.